Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. There's a controversy brewing on the North Shore relative to St. Tammany Parish coroner elect Christopher Tape. It seems as back in the early 2000s, he, he was charged with six counts of criminal sexual contact. I had the opportunity to, re, to review testimony given before the state grand jury in New Mexico. And it seems uh, very odd, to say the least, that this has not been revealed uh, through many of different uh, avenues up until this time. He... Uh, was living with his girlfriend who had a seven-year-old daughter. He's accused of spanking the seven-year-old daughter, uh, making her pull her panties down, spanking her with a belt, and then rubbing the buttocks of the seven-year-old. Oddly enough, it came out during the course of this investigation that he would do the same thing to the mother. And there were some striking similarities as to what he would do and how he would go about doing it. Things that he would say, uh, mannerisms, uh, things that he would do in order to carry this out. It turns out that the case went away for one reason or another, uh, taking too long, I believe, to bring it to trial was one of the reasons that, that was said. But how do we get to this point where he's running for coroner in St. Tammany Parish and none of this has been revealed in any way, shape, or form relative to medical licensing and all kinds of other issues if he was, in fact, arrested, indicted, charged. Joining us on the line is Dr. Charles Preston, the St. Tammany Parish coroner, who did not run for re-election. This was an open seat, and uh, Mr. Tape was actually elected without uh, opposition, if my memory serves me correct. Doctor, welcome to the show. Thank you, Noel. It's a pleasure to be here. And yes, you're absolutely correct that uh, Dr. Tape qualified on the first day of qualifying. And I said, if a physician qualified, that I would not run for reelection. And of course, at this time, I had no knowledge of any of this activity in, in New Mexico. So he qualified. I did not. And then he was elected by default. 
So one of the questions that I have, and I don't recall ever reading anything about how this actually came up. How did we learn of this? I mean, he had to go through medical licensing. I'm sure he had to transfer his license from one state to another. This never did come up. And uh, that's kind of the concern to me, is you're absolutely right. Uh, this occurred when he was in medical school in New Mexico, so they certainly were aware of it. And then when he finished medical school, he's a physician, he got licensed, he trained in two other states where he would have received a medical license, and then received a license in Louisiana, and it never came up. Uh, of course, before I hired him, I checked with the Board of Medical Examiners. He had a valid license with no disciplinary action. Uh, I didn't find anything on Google, and so I didn't really have any reason to suspect. Uh, after he had qualified unopposed and became coroner, a, uh, an information packet was delivered to the office. We're not sure where it came from that had a, uh, one of these private people searches that revealed the arrest in Albuquerque. And then uh, my office sought to, to get the entire record to see if this was really a frivolous accusation or if there was any meat to it. Uh, again, from my reading of his statement, it's exactly as you say, that he, on two different occasions, spanked this seven-year-old child, uh, what he referred to as punishment for no reason, and then touched and rubbed and fondled her buttock uh, afterwards. In one of his statements, he claims that he was acting in loco parentis, in the, the place of a parent. And since her parent had said that she spanked the child with a belt, he felt that that was appropriate for him to do that. Uh, I will say that Miss Bernadette has subsequently denied that she ever did that. And uh, as a father of two daughters, I can tell you, I don't believe it's an appropriate role for a, a parent to spank the bare buttock, rub the buttock, but then even after that, uh, to pose her in a position on the bed with her ankles in the air or bent over a, a uh, dresser with her legs spread. And uh, as you alluded to, the mother became very, very concerned because this is the exact same behavior that he exhibited before they had intercourse. So it is apparently part of his arousal behavior. So, and they actually ran warrants on his house. They found all kinds of other uh, pornographic material exhibiting some of the same thing. Um, and uh, also it was in possession of material that was um, uh, younger uh, uh, girls, but I, I don't think they were juveniles. They were of age, but they were uh, very young, uh, mimicking some of the same uh, thing that he was carrying out with the seven-year-old daughter. Uh, so what, what actually happened with this case? Um, so from reviewing the records that... I've been able to obtain from the police department and the courts in New Mexico. Uh, there were a number of continuances and uh, ultimately uh, it got to the point where he hadn't been charged in 14 months 
And so his attorney was able to go to court and successfully argue that his right to a speedy trial was violated. And so the charge was dismissed. Uh, I, I would make the point that Chris Tape will say that he's been exonerated of all these charges, and I don't really think that's an appropriate description. In my mind, an exoneration is you go to trial and are found not guilty. In this case, he never went to trial because of a successful motion uh, that he didn't get a timely trial. And so every individual is left to look at the evidence and judge for themselves. And you know, I've had an opportunity to look at the evidence in his own handwriting, in his own statement. He admits that he spanked her bare bottom on two separate occasions and then rubbed her bottom. And as I say, as a father, I wouldn't consider that appropriate discipline for a child. And in this case, uh, he admits that he wasn't disciplined for any particular reason, that this was punishment for no reason. Well, the interesting thing about the uh, grand jury testimony as well, they described some of the items that they retrieved as a result of a search warrant. And uh, the mother had described that what he did to the ch- her child, he actually had done to her. One of the items they found as a result of the search warrant was a videotape of him, Christopher Deep, spanking an unidentified female in the same fashion as described by the seven-year-old as well as the mother. Um, I mean, that's, got, that's pretty damning evidence <laughs> as it relates to whether or not he's accusing the mother of lying about him or the young girl lying about him. And and I would agree. And I just want to point out that, uh, you know, he makes the point that this was obtained without a warrant. And I believe that that is correct because the mother who owned the property uh, gave them permission. In fact, she turned it over to show that she wasn't just making this up, that there here was some physical evidence yeah. that shows what his predilections were. You're right. I stand corrected. That that evidence was actually provided by the mother that she found at the house. Correct. But, I mean, you would, you would agree pretty damning evidence in support of the story that they're telling, um, both the, the 7-year-old as well as the mom. I would say it certainly corroborates both the child's statements and the mother's statements, and frankly, Chris Tape's statement. Because in his own handwritten statement, he admits that he spanked her bare bottom in two separate occasions. So what happens now with the medical board here? Are they compelled to to look into this? So again, uh, you know, this evidence really caused me concern as well. Uh, and so my office and, and my staff has worked at notifying every agency that we think should be involved. We've notified the district attorney, Colin Sims, out here. Uh, we notified the board of medical examiners. Uh, we took it to the Judiciary Committee. Uh, and most, well, particularly the uh, board of medical examiners, indicate that all of that information is confidential, is not subject to a records request or a subpoena. So we don't really know 
what information he supplied to the board relative to this. But we've informed the board, we've shared the information, and so now it's it's really their decision as to whether they will launch an investigation or if uh, if he revealed it and they're okay with that. Uh, Correct me if I'm wrong, but your office plays a critical role in sexual assault cases, right? Absolutely. Uh, you know, my office, shortly after my election, we started the Sexual Assault Nurse Examining Unit, uh, which are two full-time nurses who do the examinations on survivors of sexual assault for the entire Florida parishes region. Here in St. Tammany Parish, uh, over the year, last year, we've begun to do those examinations on children as well. And so, yeah, the coroner serves as the medical director for the Sexual Assault Nurse Examiner Program. So as the medical director of the program, uh, de facto as being the coroner, no reaction from the medical society as to that either? I have not seen any formal reaction. The, uh, the probably, the, I think, the most compelling thing is when this information was shared with the North Shore delegation of our state representatives and state senators, uh, that they have, have, as a group, uh, called for his resignation before he takes office. So... Obviously, he says he's he's fit for office and that he's the right person for the job. And I think he takes office when March in March, right? March 20th or the 25th. Correct. So there's this move afoot. Uh, What are the possible steps? I mean, what what this is kind of a weird one for me. Um, I'm not sure what what would come next. if he steps down, I guess there would be a call for a special election again. But uh, it, what have what if he doesn't? So you're absolutely right. There are only a few options. One is that uh, he considers the well-being of the people of St. Tammany over his personal well-being and steps down. If that happens, the parish council would appoint an interim coroner and then hold a special election. If he does not step down, uh, then the only other uh, option really is to have a recall. And I, I, as you might imagine, uh, I've been getting a lot of calls from a lot of concerned folks here in St. Tammany Parish, and uh, there is already a movement afoot to start a recall election in the event that he doesn't voluntarily resign. Let me let me step back for a second. I mean, you're a physician. You've had to apply for a license. There's no place on that application where where you're compelled to reveal this type of uh, of information. Yes, sir. There is. There is a place in the application where you have to reveal whether you've had any any malpractice suits, any arrests, whether they uh, result in a conviction or not, any any kind of action against your license. And so you have to sign an affidavit that none of that occurred. So, and, and you have to do that with your renewals. So, uh, and, and I suppose, again, this is one of the reasons that I'm trying to 
uh, bring this to the attention of the public because it has been over and over and over again that he has has been able to conceal this information or to be passed along uh, with really no footprint of it. it. It really took some digging to find this information. And, uh, you know, if you, you saw the David Hammer report, uh, his victim was interviewed and she says it, and you can tell from talking to her, she was, she's been damaged by all this. And she really feels like she was uh, abandoned by the state of New Mexico, abandoned by the medical schools, abandoned by every subsequent licensing authority. And that's why she agreed to come out to make a public statement, to reveal her identity, uh, because she feels like he's just been passed along too many times. And uh, I share that sentiment. So, uh, and, and to be clear, I don't have any intention of working one more day than I need to work as coroner. I am not trying to stay in office. Uh, but I, I think it's it's unfair to his victim that that this has been kept concealed for the last 20 years. Uh, you know, I've been around politics a long time. I, I've never seen something like this crop up before uh, to this magnitude and, and, and so directly uh, connected and correlated to the role that the coroner plays, uh, most importantly in sexual assault cases, where you have a documented case of sexual assault against the incoming uh, elected official. <laughs> and as I was re- as I was reading through all of this and, and looking at the arrest reports and the probable cause statements and everything else, I, I just I don't ever recall a, a, a case like this. It's going to be interesting to see how this plays out. Obviously, a lot of the folks in St. Tammany Parish are incredibly upset by this. Yes, sir. And, and I think you make a really, really good point that, you know, he's going to be in a place where he can direct how the SANE program goes. And I believe he was quoted in the paper saying he's especially qualified for this because he knows what it's like to be falsely accused of a, of a sexual assault. Uh, again, reading the record, he was not convicted, but from his statement, from the grand jury statement, uh, I don't know that I would say he was falsely accused. No, I wouldn't go there either, Uh, not by any stretch of the imagination. Dr. Charles Preston, thank you so much for joining us. Truly appreciate your time. Uh, We'll see where the twists and turns of this end up. Thank you so much. All righty, folks, we'll be right back. That's Dr. Charles Preston, the St. Tammany Parish Coroner. Stay with us. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.